This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Lowe's Movies, recording on Sunday afternoon, September 24th, 2023. Kingsman, the golden circle of friends with benefits, a wonderful life as we know it could happen to you. Only live twice in a lifetime, cop and a half. Nelson of Rambo, first blood, part two for the roadhouse, sit Terminator 2, judgment, dazed and confused, carcinic and old lace. My guests today are a new bee and two old bees, Graham K., Kenise Mobley, and Justin Thompson. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey. 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 Thanks for having me. Let's meet everybody. (laughs) Let's meet everybody individually and uh, alphabetically by first name. What Uh, that means. 
it's his first time on the show. He's got a YouTube special called Live in a Bowling Alley. Uh, that When I read it, I thought it might have said live in a bowling alley. It's Graham K. <laughs> hey, Graham. Hey, I've never thought about that. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, that, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. Remember that band uh, Live? <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. They, they had a lot of yeah. problems with people thinking they were called Liv. <laughs> yeah, I was one of them. I was a 12 year old boy. That boy Liv has some good tunes. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people put their foot in that one. But uh, yeah. thank you for being here. And thank um, uh, I also hear that you have a uh, one man show that you are uh, going to be performing soon or are yeah. in the midst of performing. I'm in I'm in the midst of my uh, off broadway run in uh, in manhattan uh it's called pete and me and it is a non-depressing look at uh, autism and family my brother has autism if you're wondering <laughs> how it ties in yeah I uh, yeah that's uh that's that sounds great it sounds like uh sounds like a interesting uh premise and show and what what theater is it at it's uh under saint mark's theater uh on on St. Mark's. On St. Mark's. On Mark's yeah. yeah. Right on. And what are the what are the dates of the remaining uh, performances? The dates are uh, the first two weekends of October. Uh, okay. So we're looking at uh, October 5th and 7th, and then the 12th, the 13th, and the 14th. So that's five more hot dates. <laughs> dates are going fast. Right on. Uh, thank you for uh, joining us. And... Also joining us today, he's back. It's Justin Thompson. Yo, what's up? Oh, you know, just podcasting. Are you in, uh, you're in New York City right now, yes? Yes, sir. I'm uh, in Brooklyn. Mm. I'm in Austin, Texas, the, the Brooklyn of Texas. And um, I'm at a film festival called Fantastic Fest. But I just wanted to note, while I'm talking about me during Justin's time, that I'll be uh, back in Austin at Cap City Comedy Club, October 24th and 25th. Right. Um, <laughs> what's going on, Justin? You got uh, uh, you got any big gigs coming up that you want to uh, emphasize? I will uh, plug my monthly show. I run a show here in Brooklyn uh, called Drop Up Video. I bring on a panel of comedians and everyone selects a music video for us to screen and make fun of. Um, we do that every month, uh, at the pine box rock shop. I would describe it as incredibly off Broadway and <laughs> you guys know it. Um, yeah, the Amazingly. next one is, yeah, 10, 13, uh, October 13th, Friday. Uh, we're there. We have a date in November and we'll have more coming up. I'm What's also the looking at taking down the road. So. If Neat. that sounds interesting to you, you know, we're looking at hitting Austin and Philly, Denver, Chicago, and your town. You let me know. And those are all your dream cities or you really have dates lined up everywhere. Uh, those are the dream cities we're looking at trying to find <laughs> the right venue. You know, in stand up, we just like need a microphone. So when I'm like, Hey, I need four microphones and a screen where you can also see the people on stage and the screen. And surprisingly, yeah. not every venue can handle that. Yeah, and then you want you want the technically you wouldn't need it to be good because like they have to they have to ride the the levels of the sound so they could hear the the people commenting on the video. You know, it'd be easy to play it too loud and 
it's 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 a tricky uh, tricky game. But when you get to a venue that uh, knows what they're doing, those kind of yeah. shows are super fun. Yeah, it's a flawless technical production. Nothing has ever gone wrong <laughs> doing this show. Um, uh, well, good luck. <laughs> I mean, I, good luck with it. You're already doing it. Yeah, and yeah, we've speaks, got it all put together. And um, yeah. Well, speaking of doing it, our third guest was at two of my guests were at High Plains Comedy Festival in. Uh, it's like outside of Denver. Anyway, let me say her name and then I'll talk to her about it. It's Kenise Mobley. <laughs> Hello. Yes. Hi. It is. I think it's in Denver, technically, although I don't know this city very well. I'm still there. Graham left this morning, and I am sitting outside the Clifford Still Museum, uh, which is an artist that I am a big fan of, but I just found out from Adam, who runs the festival, that he has a museum here. Oh, so are you? Uh, is this post or pre-museum visit that you're talking to us? Post. And I bought um, some little postcards that I'm going to put in frames and act like I buy artwork. Did you feel rushed going through the going through there because you had to do this show? Not at all. Uh, I okay, got good. here with plenty of time to spare. I was the <laughs> annoying person who reads every word that they have in the exhibit and looks at the like the picture from all different angles. So I got to be a real jerk, and I love it. You know, you you don't uh, go to museums with other people very much, right? I, so, I mean, sometimes if I find someone who wants to come with, but I will go regardless. So today was just like, a, oh, most people have already left. I'll just go right now. Yeah, because every time you go with somebody to one of those types of things, you really it is like the person who reads everything is going to annoy the person who just looks at it and moves on. You know, like it's yes. everybody has their own speed. And sometimes they have those uh, headsets you can wear and stand there and they'll talk about, the, you know, they'll give you a tour or whatever. I'm going to do that uh, next time. <laughs> um all right so what what's uh going on with you i believe you have a solo show you've been doing i do i felt i feel like such a cliche after graham being like yes i too have a solo <laughs> show uh, i am also located in new york yes we all do this we all take our trauma and make it into a show mine is not about an autistic sibling but it is about uh being Oof. borderline suicidal and uh, then, like, working on that, but then having a stroke. So it's called Don't Kill Yourself Yet. <laughs> okay. So another super fun topic. Yes, but and, I swear uh, it's funny. I swear it's actually <laughs> funny. No, I, I, I you can all, you, you got to assume it's funny because these shows, if it, you know, when you hear about them, like uh, Allison Livey's show about uh, abortion and stuff, it's like, it better be funny because, like, uh, why would it be a show if it's just someone giving you a serious talk? <laughs> that would be crazy. So, are people uh, making money off serious talks now? Because I mean, I, if people are making money off of it, I'm interested. But yeah, I don't think so. I don't think okay. so. People don't like to go out to serious clubs and and stuff <laughs> unless they're old or something. But um, oh yeah, right? You know what I mean? Pace magazine thinks. <laughs> uh, well, thank you all for being here today. And before we start playing some games, I got a couple of games prepared. Before we do that, let's do let's make a visit to Recommendation Nation. That's where I ask each of my guests to recommend one film and one film only that they think people should see and might enjoy or get something out of. Let's start with Graham. 
first um, time on the show. You might not have known that was going to be a question. No, I, I've 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 listened to the show. I'm I'm prepared. I'm excited to recommend uh, 1997's uh, The Wrong Guy, starring Dave Foley. Oh, um, it has one of my favorite premises for a movie, for a comedy movie. He thinks that he's uh, he he's like walking around. Someone I'm not ruining the movie, by the way, doing this, saying this, <laughs> but he he thinks. Like he he he's witnesses a murder. There's blood everywhere. His fingerprints are everywhere. He didn't do it, and he thinks he's gonna get framed. So he he just goes on the run, and then the <laughs> cops show up the next scene and they're like they solve the murder immediately. But he doesn't know that. So he just spends the whole movie on the run. Yeah, because he's, so yeah, he's the wrong guy. Yeah, he's the wrong guy. It is Dave Foley commits <laughs> so hard to being such a stupid person in that movie. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it is a real cult hit because it's like, isn't it like not available anywhere to see? It's I, I didn't know that I saw it I'm from <laughs> Canada. So I that's just you, we have to see it's part of uh, it's just yeah, high school. Canadians have yeah, seen it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The prime minister makes us watch it. So I don't I don't know. I didn't know that. Sorry. Um, you have to go to the. No. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know that they recently that uh, Dave and some other people involved in it recently had a screening somewhere uh, in the States, uh, you know, might have even been New York. But I, I saw that they mm -hmm. were having a screening because it, it is so uh, uh, inaccessible. So I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, well, that I'm sorry. Should I recommend another one that people could watch? No, because now people have something, you know, now they have like a movie. They got to try to figure out a way to see it. And Ooh, uh, I think also a lot of people listen to the show probably already have seen it one way or another. Uh, I know I saw it back when it came out initially and uh, have always been uh, always been a fan. Kind of reminds me of a little bit of uh, also the Bill Murray movie, The Man Who Knew Too Much or something. Yeah. No, that's not the right title. The Man Who... The Man Who Knew Too Little. I love that movie. That's Sorry. it. That's it. Too Little. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting one, too, because he's just like in the middle of this mystery situation, but he's so dumb. Um, okay, moving on. Justin, do you have anything to recommend that's very hard for people to access? <laughs> I don't know if it's hard to access, but the first thing that comes to mind is Thief. Thief of James Caan? Yes. Wow. Interesting. Um, that's Michael Mann, the dude that, mm -hmm. you know, did, uh, uh, Miami Vice and lots of other stuff. And, uh, it's a real moody, uh, movie. It's real, uh, a lot yeah, of atmosphere. Yeah. Excellent soundtrack, uh, by Tangerine Dream. It's... Yeah. Cause there's a, that was around the same time as like, uh, Tangerine Dream was like the people that did soundtracks for a few movies, including, uh, Thief and, uh, Risky Business. And, uh, yeah, it's a real... It's a real mood piece, and uh, but also, uh, uh, you know, a high story. Yeah, it's great. It's good vibe. It's the kind of movie that you can just throw on and tune in and out after you've already seen it and get uh, an ambiance. Yeah, and it's a fun movie to not pay to see because then it's kind of got, you know, you're kind of like uh, the main character, uh, the title character. <laughs> 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 Freaking thief. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, Denise, these have been some interesting uh, choices so far. What do you have for us? 
Okay, so I'm going to go in the complete opposite direction and do something that's very available and very widely seen. Uh, The Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse movie, I watched it on the plane (laughs) ride over to Denver. And I've seen it before, but I love it so much that I'm having my birthday party be a themed Spider-Man party uh, for adults. I don't want any children there. And we're all going to dress up (laughs) like... I just feel like I should let that be known because someone will bring a child to my apartment and I'll be pissed. Um... But yeah, we're all going to dress up as different spider people and adjacent spider universe people. So I think it'll I think it'll be a lot of fun. And I think if you haven't seen that movie yet, do yourself a favor and watch it. I haven't seen it yet. I've been just kind of uh, holding it off because I, I anticipate liking it a lot because I like the last Spider-Verse movie. And uh, everybody says this one uh, just, uh, you know, uh, is just as good. It really is. Um, I will say, go in knowing that it is part one of two so that you're not looking around like, what the hell just happened? So, yeah. Oh, really? So the the whole thing is like a trilogy and this is the second part? Yes. And the way that it ends makes you very much so like, okay, so there better be something this is building to. What the hell? (laughs) Yeah, I kind of like how Dune 1 ended. Uh, It was like, wow, what did they cover? Two or three chapters? And then they said, let's just take a break. (laughs) He he didn't even learn how to ride a worm or whatever in the first Dune movie. So you're like, okay, so now what, what did we just do? Yeah, no, there was, I don't feel like a lot happened in the first Dune, but talking about a mood, people just ate that movie up and I, I didn't, I didn't really get it. You know, I'm still, I'm still back watching the the David Lynch version where it's just like, that one is so bad. Yeah, exactly. So you you got that to cling on to, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. you could just sit there and go, man, this is really weird and terrible. Uh, uh, but you can't say that about this new Dune because everybody loves it. Well, it's vibes. I think that's the thing about Denis Villeneuve, or however you say it. Um, he he's great at creating a vibe, and Dune Dune is a vibe. Yeah, yeah no, great he's movie a real, to fall asleep to. Yeah, no, he's a real slow, so slow, <laughs> atmospheric. You know, like he's all about this more about the visuals than than uh, than anything else. It, it feels like, and the, my thing about doing that I don't like is those little breathing things that they wear. Uh, Timothy Chalamet just looks like he has a Hitler mustache. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> but so they uh, all have the Hitler mustache. Yeah, they all do. But you know, what I mean, it looks it definitely looks better on Zendaya than on Timothy. But uh, in Spider-Man, the future, it's not too soon to have a Hitler mustache, <laughs> right? It's back. Yeah. And it's it helps back. you to breathe. It helps you it's to breathe. Right. Yeah. Standing yeah. around in a bunch of sand. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So we got uh, The Wrong Guy, Thief, and Spider-Man Across. Wait, what's the title again? Across the Universe? I think it's Across, across the, the Spider-Verse. 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 Uh, but it could be Into the Spider-Verse. I know it's one oh. or the other. That's the oh, two right. names for those movies. Yeah. <laughs> it's confusing, but uh, but it's really good. I liked it. All right. Uh, Thank you for those recommendations. Let's take a break and we'll be right back. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, 
Father Brown and Death in Paradise, plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We're back, and the first game that I would like to play with Graham and Justin and Denise today is something called How Long Is It? I'll name a thing, and it's up to the three of you to try and guess how long it is. Um, you know, without going over Price is Right style, uh, the closest to the correct answer like time-wise or length? The winner. Well, let me tell you what the thing is. It's always a different thing that you got to figure mm -hmm. out how long it is. But in this case, it is a time question. Because today what I did was I jumped on to uh, X, formerly Twitter, and I posted uh, the following post. I said, I just heard Tom Hanks is six foot seven. I didn't know he was that big. And then, you know, big all in capital letters. So terrible joke. I don't I mind. I think it's people... kind of funny. Okay, good. But some people wrote back, Maybe. you know, boo. <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> angry know, Some right people now. didn't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. And, but my question is, because we got, we live in such a uh, reply guy universe. How long in hours or minutes or a combination of the two, did it take for someone to correct me and say that Tom Hanks, uh, well, actually is six feet tall. So we'll go to Graham first. How long do you think uh, that takes in the world of uh, X, formerly Twitter? Well, I know that everyone on online, particularly Twitter slash X, um, has a great sense of humor and <laughs> understands subtlety and irony and i think that uh i think it realistically it took probably uh, four seconds <laughs> that's like you can't even type it that fast you, yeah you, you think they're they quick just, they're just <laughs> they're, waiting. they're waiting to pounce and uh, criticize yeah. <laughs> i'll show them <laughs> i'll show someone okay so you're gonna go with four seconds yeah it's closest without going over, I have to remind you. Oh, I'm sticking to it. <laughs> okay. I mean, I think it would be very funny if that were, if it was four seconds or less. And uh, I'm not going to say whether it is or not. Uh, Justin, how long do you think it would take? It's at least twice as long as what Graham said. So I'm going to say like 12 minutes. <laughs> twice as long as like Graham said it would be eight seconds but you're saying 12 minutes yeah sure Final minutes. answer lock it in 12 minutes before one of the uh 
700,000 uh, bots that follow me uh, <laughs> before one of them chimed in with, uh, uh, he's six foot. <laughs> Denise? I think it's five minutes. I feel like that's a safe thing. Um, wow, Justin, I feel like you're being real nice to the people of the internet thinking that they would wait 12 minutes to be right about something. Uh, so I'm going to say five minutes. I mean, the responses came in fast and furious, but I was looking for specifically someone correcting me about uh, Tom Hanks's, you know, legit height. And then when somebody did do it, they posted that um, that uh, a picture of him and that uh, from Google where it says, you know, six feet. And then they wrote this. He, they must have. Uh, Google must have measured him on the set of uh, uh, Money Pit because there's that scene where he's like, you know, standing on the rug and it sinks into the floor. Oh, I thought uh, they were going to say like Apollo 13 because in space you grow. <laughs> yeah, well, I was expecting yeah. all sorts of things. And, uh, you know, of course, once I got my answer, I deleted the whole thing because people were just being so mean about how dumb a joke that was. <laughs> and uh, I didn't want people to think I really was standing behind that uh, that <laughs> bit. Have you guys seen how uh, uh, how torn up Jimmy Carr is right now on uh, Twitter? Because he, you know, he posted that he was going to tell some really, you know, dangerous jokes that you can't tell anymore. And uh, everybody's roasting him because the jokes aren't that aren't that uh, you know <laughs> <No>. offensive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to go see now, though. Well, it's, I've you know I've known uh, you've known of yeah. Jimmy and known Jimmy for years, and I always thought he you know his stuff was kind of edgy. But now when he just put out this special where he opens the special by saying, "Okay, folks, this is jokes you can't tell anymore." Then everybody held him to that standard, right, and the jokes right. aren't that offensive, really. Yeah, uh, especially when you set it up that way. So yeah. uh, he's really getting uh, roasted by everybody. I thought, you know, he'd get a little support, but everybody's really having a good time with it. Uh, but back to our game. Uh, Graham said four seconds. Denise said five minutes. Justin said 12 minutes. And this one goes to Justin because... <sighs> It took those mother efforts. It took somebody twenty three minutes. Damn it! To get around and look to looking up Tom Hanks' real real height and then wow. correct him. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. impressive. I was I was uh, I was surprised. Uh, to be honest, I thought it would happen uh, much quicker. So either either the people that are paying attention to my posts are not uh, you know not so bad or. Uh, nobody's paying attention to anything over there anymore. Well, I want to say I'm just glad you saw my reply correcting you. Justin, that was you? You? <laughs> I didn't even know you had any fake accounts. Because uh, you know the, whoever it was had a really funny name. You know, the most most of the... Uh, if you see a like comment that's mean, then you look and see what their name is, and it's some made-up uh, silly thing. But uh, congratulations to Justin. You did it. Uh, you, you figured that one out <laughs> without going over. None of you went over. Everybody went under, well under 23 minutes. And you know what that means, Justin, that you, when you win this game? Do you remember from your previous appearances? Do I go first in the next game? 
<laughs> that's that's exactly what's going to happen. And we're going to do that after our second commercial break. We'll be right back. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We are back, and Justin Thompson... He knows how fast people will correct you on social media. And so he gets to go first in our second. And this is, that was like a little quick warm up game. How long is it? Where I always ask, every time I play, how long is it? It has something to do with Tom Hanks. That's the, the running gag there. So uh, uh, Justin gets to go first in our most important game, the one that determines it all. And it's called. Whose tagline is it anyway? King or Kong edition. So I'm here at this amazing film festival in Austin. Fantastic fest. It's a uh, genre uh, film festival. So that's, that means, you know, horror, fantasy, and uh, science fiction. And, but, you know, all versions of those things, very either very violent or, or very funny or, you know, just, uh, but it's genre films. And uh, I have participated in a podcast uh, the other day called KingCast. And it's uh, just a podcast that's entirely about uh, Stephen King. And each, each episode they have a guest on and they talk about uh, a Stephen King movie. So for that, for me to be a guest on that show, I had to bring, you know, some of my uh, Douglas movies game to it. So I created uh, this game to play on the King cast. And I had so much fun with them playing it that now I'm going to do a version of it with all of y'all. But in this version, I'm going to say a tagline from a movie and then you have to guess if it's from a movie based on Stephen King's writings or a King Kong movie. <laughs> so it's either King or Kong is the answer every time. And I'll start with Graham. You get the mm -hmm. first one. Uh, and then you'll either get a point or you won't get a point. And it'll just move on uh, from there. Um, uh, and okay. here's the extra wrinkle I added. Uh -oh. Once you get one, right. If you get it right in your 50, 50 guess, uh, then you get to guess the title of the specific movie it is. And if you get that right, uh, you'll, uh, get an extra point. And, you know, these are all movies that either have King Kong in them or are based on Stephen King works. Does all that make sense? Yep. I'm, I'm locked in. <laughs> locked in and excited? Mm-hmm. All right, Graham. Bring, bring it to me. I, just, I worry that uh, Kenise is going to lose interest and wander back into the art gallery. <laughs> no. I, I When you said this, I genuinely at first was like, like Martin Luther King. <laughs> so I thought it would be very different yeah. quotes. But yes. That, that, King I Kong King. 
Yes. <laughs> Every one of these taglines is from a movie with King Kong or Stephen King or MLK. All right, here we go. <laughs> I have a dream about a giant uh, gorilla. Monkey, gorilla. He's a what well, he's an ape, right? Officially. Right, right. Kong? Okay. Here we go. Here's the first one, Graham. Uh escape is not an option. Is the tagline for a movie that's either a Stephen King adaptation or a King Kong movie. Which do you think it um, is? King or Kong? Uh, I would say that King Kong escaping in New York City would not be an option. I'm going to go Kong. Right? He's only the only thing he has to go is up. He just has to climb up, uh, depending on, you know, which of the King Kong movies it is. Because mm -hmm. he's taken on the Empire State Building, the Twin Towers, um, and then probably back to the Empire State Building. Did he ever do the Chrysler Building? Not sure. No, you can't go anyway. down. <laughs> uh, escape is not an option. Is not from a. Uh, <laughs> it is not from a Kong, King Kong movie. It is uh, from a, a based on a Stephen King. Uh, Either short story or no novella, Steven? I think. What the heck? <laughs> it's uh it's a movie called The Mangler. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Uh I don't even I'm not I've seen most Stephen King adaptations, I think, and I'm not even sure if I've seen The Mangler. I but haven't heard of it. There you go. Some of these are really tough, others maybe not. We'll see how Justin does in his first attempt. Are you ready, Justin? I was born ready. <laughs> you can't take a pause that long and then say you were born ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, now there's a new name for terror. Now, I'm going to go King. There's a new name for terror. That is correct. It is a Stephen King adaptation. Justin, that's one point for you. Now, do you think you could tell me which Stephen King adaptation has the Cuj tagline? Is it uh, Cujo? You're going with Cujo is a new name for terror. Is that right? I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. As host of this show, I have all the answers. And that is correct. It is Cujo. Nicely done, wow. Justin. Yeah, you're you're off to the races. You got two points. And uh, I was reading an interesting thing about Cujo that I forgot. In the opening titles, uh, there's like a, a, a puddle of blood and it starts to swirl around and it spells Cujo. I had forgotten about that. <laughs> kind of makes me want to just watch the, the beginning again. Uh, did you ever see Cujo, Justin? Yeah, it's been a long time, but uh, there's a dog, there's a car. Ooh, I'm so scared. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's a really, he's really mangy and scary looking and like, uh, yeah, everyone's terrifying. They're, they're trapped in a car because he's outside the car. Yeah, it's a bad buddy. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I didn't, I, I don't remember it being a great movie, but uh, it sure is fun to think about because uh, dogs really should rise up against us. I don't know what they're waiting for. All right. Denise, are you ready? I am ready. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, what movie is it a Kong or a King that has the tagline laughs exclamation point thrills exclamation point pathos exclamation point pathos. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, was there a, like, did people at the time King Kong movies came out know what the word pathos meant? Um, do we know what the word pathos means? Um, I'm going to say that it is King. Ooh, I'm sorry. It's Damn not. It. <laughs> it's not. And you have more faith in people. I mean, it's not Kong. Think, yeah. It's not King. It's King Kong uh, from 1933. Wow. Yeah, I really should have more faith in uh, humanity and that they know the, words and stuff. I think the use of exclamation points is also a giveaway for it being something old or older because they used to love to just really, really hype shit up in the taglines. You know, taglines these days are more chill. and Sometimes they just have a period or no uh, nothing at the end, uh, but this okay. one laughs, thrills, pathos, which I get I, it. You know, once you've seen the movie, I guess there's pathos, but it's really just sort of a couple <laughs> minutes of it at the end. <laughs> yeah, I, I will yeah. go by punctuation next time. Thank you. Well, you know, I'm not going to give out any hints that are going to help as we move forward in this game. I don't think any of the other ones have exclamation points, although maybe that will help in some sort of weird way. All right. We're back to Graham. Mm -hmm. And uh, this one goes like this. Is it Stephen King or King Kong? One will fall. Oh, and here's a perfect example of this one as a period at the end. One will fall, period. Well, if I've learned anything from the the past question, there's no exclamation point, so it must be king. <laughs> it must be? It must be. No, it's not. Ah! <laughs> God. It's another Kong, and the reason they say one will fall is because is it's Godzilla versus Kong. Of course. Of course. But I didn't, yeah. I didn't see that one. Does one of them fall? Like, does one of them actually, or do they just mean be, trip and fall, not necessarily uh, dying? be a pretty boring movie if they just hug upright. <laughs> oh, I thought that Have was the season fight. the film was released. Yeah. yeah it came also, out in the fall. Yeah. yeah, right. One will fall this autumn. Why, like, also, in any matchup between Godzilla and Kong, why doesn't Godzilla just roast his ass? Like, why doesn't he just shoot flame out of his mouth and it's a done deal? Like, even a giant monkey doesn't want flames in his face. Nope. Nope. That's, yeah, my, th that's my theory, anyway. It seems fake. Um, the, the whole, the whole matchup. Well, you know, it's funny. Yeah. They, uh, th there is like, uh, some people that really get uh, bent out of shape about how in Godzilla and King Kong movies, you know, they, they, the size of both of those creatures varies kind of wildly. Yeah. Like in some cases they're much bigger than they are in other ones. And, uh, so people uh, are, uh, especially when Godzilla and Kong get together, it's people presume Godzilla is just much bigger than Kong normally. But uh, I think they're about the same size in that movie. Of course, I yeah. did not see it. Uh, 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 apes are very strong. 
Mm-hmm. It's true. You know, they got I, you know, I'm not saying it's not a fair fight, especially if Kong could like get Godzilla like in a chokehold and make, totally. make the, the flames shoot away from him. That's you know? right. And he's got arms. He's got little uh, Velociraptor. Godzilla's got little tiny arms, little Velociraptor arms. Yeah, so he's like a uh, T-Rex, T-Rex arms. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay, so I get it. There's not much All he right. can do there. He can't even really shove with those or anything. Can't yeah, fight no. back. Doug, I'm really coming around on this. I got to say. <laughs> well, if nothing, we're here to learn about mm-hmm. uh, these magnificent creatures. And <laughs> we're moving on to Justin, who's the only person with uh, points on the board on this one. So uh, he could really run away with this thing. Uh, Justin, King or Kong, the tagline is, we don't belong here. Kong. Um. You're going Kong? Hold on. What? Nope. Let me go King. <laughs> Whoa. You're going King? Yeah. We just do it this worked for day. me last time, you know, double or nothing. So you're saying uh, it's a Stephen King movie with the tagline, we don't belong here. Yeah. Okay. That's wrong. All right. We'll go with my first answer then. Okay. <laughs> what? what you're going to go with Kong instead. <laughs> it's, that's the tagline from Kong Skull Island. I knew that one. Oh, mm. no. It's such a timing thing with these games. <laughs> I wish I'd asked you that one. Yeah, it was wasted on Justin, but uh, nice try, fella. Kenise, are you ready? I am ready. Miracles do happen. Oh my gosh. No, I'm just trying to give you a pep talk. The tagline is. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, no, okay. I'm going to be, I'm going to be a happen. jerk and I'm going to guess it's not only, I'm, I'm going to guess that it's Stephen King, but is it the green mile? Hang on a second. You can't do this one step at a time. Oh, can I, can I start with King then? King is correct. You get one yes. point for King. And now, but I want you to not rush into anything and think about. Okay, this so it's action. not the Green Mile. <laughs> okay. it, no, hang on, it's a, it's a Stephen King. But I just want now is when you can uh, answer what which movie you think it is. Okay, so he did like some ones that we don't like think of as like traditional Stephen King ones. So part of me is thinking it's not those boys who found a dead body in the woods, and it's not. Did he do Shawshank? It's not that. So I feel, I'm sorry, I'm going to stick to my guns here, but I think it's the Green Mile. I, I uh, you know, appreciate uh, you sticking to your guns because I, I think it's it's the thing to do. And that is the correct answer. It is the Green yeah. Mile. Yeah. Nice. So now Cadiz has two points. This is getting yeah. pretty, pretty intense. That's one of the few movies where, like, Tom Hanks, but... He does what? He fucks. Uh, he and his wife, like the, it's like the magical Negro thing. And this magical Negro like touches him and he like is able to finally fuck his wife after a long time of not fucking her. Wow. Yeah. Does yeah. He, also, he saves a mouse too, doesn't he? Or does he just get sad? His mouse is dead and he can't bring it back. No, he brings it I'm back. not sure. Sorry. There's a man just yelling. Um, I don't know what's happening. Sorry. 
He loves art. He loves art. <laughs> yeah, he's like moved by it. Yeah. Can we get closer to him? See what he's yelling about? Uh, he's walking away from my source of power. So I'm like, there's an electrical outlet like right near a tree. So I'm just like leaning against a tree like a total weirdo. But so far, no one's told me to move. <laughs> yeah, I'm just leaning against it like a hobo in the 30s, just uh, plugged into it. <laughs> you're just, I think your charger's just in a hole in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> I think my phone's charging, although it has not gone above 50%. It's an so owl maybe. eating the cord. <laughs> oh, and also, yeah, it might be one of those, uh, you know, I, I love how there's sockets everywhere, especially like airports where you plug in just nothing. It's just not, it's not real. <laughs> just so they can save a little money and not let you uh, recharge. Uh, but uh, yeah, the green mile is one of those movies that I, I saw it, but I, I, I didn't love it. So uh, I don't remember everything about it, but I do remember that that one creepy guy played by an actor named Doug uh, steps on that cute little mouse. And then the, the big guy brings it back to life. I remember that part. The score um, is great. If you like film scores, I listen to that film score all the time. Oh, okay. It's also like, it's funny that it's a, it's a movie that sort of lives in the shadow of Shawshank Redemption because, you know, same director and same, uh, you know, Stephen King uh, adaptation. And uh, it's just, you know, everybody thinks Shawshank Redemption is the best movie ever made. And so it's funny that there's this other long ass movie about people in a prison. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I've, I've had my fill of movies of people in prison. You know, if you, if you really want to see uh, prison stuff, just watch all the reality shows that, mm -hmm. you know, show what's really going on in there. <laughs> Wait, there are reality shows set in prison? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah you I'm, know, I'm lock clearly up. out of it. Yeah. Like, I mean, those have been around for a long time, you know, they're called locked up and they, you know, just go to different prisons and just, uh, you know, show you their, their lives, you know, and talk about what they did and what they're doing to, uh, uh, you know, go back out into society. Turns, or, out, you know, yeah. Turns out everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the prison system's great. Yeah. It's really, yeah. uh, it's working out perfectly. Everybody they're making here. a profit. And things are okay because of it. Nobody ever goes back in, you know, they're always uh, mm -hmm. re rehabilitated or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, all right, mm -hmm. Graham, speaking of rehabilitation, this is <laughs> your shot. If you can get two points here, you're going to force a, uh, a, a three-way tie. Okay. And, uh, and then we'll have to play a tiebreaker. Um, but if not, then it's going to be a tie between Justin and Kenise. And they will have showdown. And then what do I do? You'll just. I just have to. I just have to go. You can hang out. Okay. It won't take very long. Okay. I don't want to be. But lonely. first. <laughs> first, you get. Uh, this is the last one. So if you get it and then get the extra point. Okay. Then you're in business. I'm locked in. I have. I have faith in you. Thank you. Miracles do happen, as they say in the Green Mile. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a game nobody survives a game nobody survives oh boy um i i'm i'm gonna have to say uh i do i have no idea um uh, uh just go for I, starters, i'm gonna say, Kong, say i'm gonna Kong. say I'm going to say Kong. I'm going to say Kong. 
because I can picture them saying like in a Jurassic Park kind of way that this is your 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 tempting fate with this game and it, this is not it's it's king isn't it I screwed up I'm gonna go I'm gonna be alone again. <laughs> uh, which so what's your final answer? Uh I'm gonna you know you go with, I'm gonna go king I'm gonna go king. Go All right, it is Stephen King. Yes, uh, yes, yes. It, it goes to show you never trust your instincts. Uh-huh. Never trust your instincts, and never, nope. never stop guessing. Just keep That's trying. Right. Just keep flip flopping until you, it always works. <laughs> yeah, you'll get there eventually. You'll get yeah. there someday. And um, the uh, motion picture is called. Now, just think of all the Stephen King books and movies you can think of and which one do you think would have the tagline a game nobody survives a game nobody survives um uh fire starter (laughs) (laughs) what's what's the game part of that She's a kid, so she's just playing a game. She's just playing yeah. like red light, green well, light, but the, setting the, people the, on fire. The game of using her for the government is a game. Right. Yeah, the Pentagon. It's a game the government is not going to serve the on. law. The law of humanity. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. <clears throat> well, I think that. I, oh, I'm, what's I, happening? Um, it's a great. It's a classic grandma flip. Um. Uh, I can't. Here's the thing: is okay. Here we go. <laughs> I can't think of anything. If you ask me to name my family's names, I couldn't. Re- I couldn't tell you what their names were. Well, I'd have uh, to take Firestarter as your answer because it is a Stephen King adaptation, and uh, yeah, you know, and, and we talked about it a lot for a while before I tell you that you know that is the incorrect answer, and. Mm-hmm. The movie, but you were so you were touching on like the right thing about the government and in a game that they control because it's a movie called The Running Man. Okay, I wouldn't have got that anyway. That's fine. Yeah, that's a Schwarzenegger movie where Mm -hmm. he he's in a game show. It's basically like uh, they uh, somebody saw The Running Man and then they wrote uh, Hunger Games. Because right. <laughs> it could not be more similar. Although right. the Running Man's kind of similar to other things that came before it, but because uh, let's face it, ever since uh, you know Gladiator days and stuff, you know we've uh, all of humanity enjoys watching somebody uh, try to survive and die. So um, the Running Man is the answer, and then that means that Graham. I'm sorry, but you did get you got on the board. You got a point. So you had a really uh, I think you had a, a quite a successful first time appearance uh here on the show. I'm really and, proud that I got one of the two 50-50 chances correct. Yeah, you did it. Mm-hmm. And that's uh you know that's what these games are about is uh giving everybody a chance and we will uh discuss again your uh plugs that you would like to do. Uh, at the end, so please stick around for just another couple of minutes as we settle the score between Justin and Kanice. Here's how it's going to work. I am going to say another Stephen King tagline. Justin, it's 
all on you, buddy. If you uh, know, if you guess correctly what movie this is the tagline from, you're our winner today. If you fail, Kenise is our winner, and she can go ahead and guess if she wants just for fun. But are you ready? No, I was not born ready, but let's this do it anyway. For, this is for this is for everything. I was born so ready, the doctor didn't even have to slap me. I slapped him. Also, do they slap babies now anymore? Or was that a weird thing they used to do and they don't do it anymore? They taste them. They taste them now. I knew they might have changed it. I knew they might have updated the uh, mm-hmm. the system. Because just, uh, especially when you're watching old movies, the way they just smack a baby on the ass when it was just born, it's just like, what? It's never too soon for corporal punishment. That's what I say. <laughs> well, the tasing is much more humane. You know, <laughs> yeah. Modern, elegant solution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just give them a quick tase. And then that way, because mm-hmm. I think the bottom smacking is just in case they're like choking on their, on, so, on their tongue or something like that. But they always hold them upside down by their ankle. It's the weirdest thing. Maybe that was just something that took off that was more like a good luck thing or something. Are you ready, Justin? Yeah, hit me. <laughs> After all of that. Paul Sheldon used to write for a living. Now he's writing to stay alive. Misery. That is correct. Damn you it. did it, Justin. Denise, did you know it? Yes, I knew that one. Yeah, it has to be kind of an easy one because we got to settle this tie. We can't just uh, leave it a tie at the end. So congratulations, Justin. You did it. Would you like to go ahead and do your plugs at this time? Sure. Um, well, my name is Justin Thompson. I'm a comedian. You can follow me on Instagram <laughs> at, at TompsoJustin. Uh, my monthly <laughs> yeah, show here. You laughing. <laughs> everybody's laughing we're having a good time um yeah on instagram it's tom so justin uh and you'll find links to all my other stuff and my show there and did you leave did you leave x no i'm still on x oh okay and but, but there on there you're you're also justo thompson it's no something even stupider it's tomso tweets uh the thing is when you have <laughs> a very common name every handle uh with a variation of that has been taken yeah before me yeah. so <laughs> it's true because like every time i'm like looking for you on the socials i can't remember these justo thompson things and i i you know just typing in justin thompson is really it's wild like it's you know it's you gotta really put the work in so it's all right let's pick a new Instagram. handle right now i'll change it today <laughs> no no what are you gonna no. do you can't make it justin thompson that's taken so yeah. it's on instagram it's it's Thompson Justin, T H O M P S O Justin. Also, I have a, a website where you can see all my links. It's justinthompson.omg.lol. That's way easier. <laughs> There's so much to write down with you. It's hard to remember all that. All right, now all right, here's well, my thanks. social security number, and we'll wrap it up there. Okay, good. And can you join us on the next episode? Because that's what you win is the opportunity to join us next time. It'll be at the same time, but on uh, Thursday. Sure. <laughs> okay. You, you sure you don't want to check your calendar? I'm looking at my <laughs> calendar. I'm pushing uh, all these other appointments aside. Wait, you've been looking at your calendar the whole show? No, it just sounds that sounds like a form of cheating, just in case any movies come up. Like there was that one about Paul. 
There was that fall one. All right. Uh, Graham K., uh, thank you for joining us today. Let's talk about your show again. It's at uh, Under St. Mark's. Is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, the show is called Pete and Me. It's at Under St. Mark's Theater. Uh, the Paste Magazine says uh, <sighs> Kay embraces in a moving monologue filled with humor, humility, and humanity. Humanity, his fate. He won't be alone because he will always have his brother Pete, even though you, Doug Benson, left me alone. Um, <laughs> and will leave me alone after this. I'm I'll have sorry. Nothing to do next Thursday. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude, but uh, yeah. I would love for you to come back sometime. Um, you know, let's pencil you in for like 2025. Yeah, um, I'm good? a little busy. You think you're open? Yeah. Oh, you might be. I'm busy. busy. Yeah, I'm slammed. <laughs> now we'll have you back. Uh, you know, anytime you want to come back and plug something, uh, definitely reach out. And Kenise Mobley, tell us again all the deets on your uh, solo show. Uh, the solo show is called Don't Kill Yourself Yet, and I have no dates because I'm going to Italy for a month, baby. Don't talk to me. I don't exist. No, seriously, though, look me up on all the socials. It's Case Mobley because my parents uh, did foresee that I would have to have a social handle, and no one else has it. So it's Case Mobley on Instagram formerly known as Twitter and uh, the other ones, I guess. And, uh, oh, yeah, I co-host a show called Boys in the Woods at Friends and Lovers in Brooklyn. It is on the first Thursday of every month, so check that out. But more importantly, uh, me, and go to my website and find out where I'll be. And please, dear God, buy tickets because people say I don't push tickets enough. <laughs> well, that's a, a great uh, idea for people having a baby is just, you know, punch in the first name you're thinking about giving the baby with your last name and see if the Twitter, you know, if uh, not Twitter, but, you know, see if the handle is available and then name your child. Name my and, child. Tom Joe. <laughs> Tom Joe. Because these obviously these social media things are are really built to last and can't possibly change or go away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Douglas Movies, thank you, Kenise. Douglas Movies is on. Uh, we do have an account on X, and then uh, we also have a account for the Wide World of Doug's podcast. So uh, listen to that if you get a chance. The Benson Movie Interruption is back at Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles on October 3rd. I'm doing stand-up in San Diego at the American Comedy Company at 420 on Saturday, October 7th. And on October 17th, Doug Loves Movies moves to the Improv Lab at the world-famous Hollywood Improv. That's on October 17th, and all my dates are at douglovesmovies.com uh, thanks all three of you for joining me today Graham K Justin Thompson and Kenise Mobley and uh, hope, hope to see you all again sometime soon thanks very much uh, thank you I end every show with a last line of a motion picture so today it's two words both with exclamation points and it's from uh king the king kong that came out in 1976 so as always jack jack now it's time for doug to watch another talkie eyes of gold his viewing prowess makes him cocky there's no room 